0: Hello, I'm Wayne and this is my Iron Maiden podcast, sponsored by Kellogg's All-Bran, the perfect breakfast for a healthier tyrant. At the start of the show, I normally tell you a bit about the background and what it's all about, but as it's called Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast, hopefully you can see it's about me, about Iron Maiden, and it's a podcast. And on this show, I'm looking at the song Innocent Exile, which is track 6 on the Killers album. In the last show, I looked at Genghis Khan, which was an instrumental, and I got several comments about it. Here are some of them. I had a comment from someone called Strickland, who actually got in touch a few episodes back, but I didn't read out his name, so I apologise for this. In that episode, I think it was the Murders in the Room Morgue episode, he complained about Adrian Smith's book. He said that he was annoyed that Adrian Smith had missed out chapters 2 and 3 in case he'd missed out on some integral plot detail. He's got back in touch, because last week Adrian Smith did what he suggested, and actually went back, and allowed us to catch up with the events of Chapter 2. Now this wasn't good enough for Strickland, and he's complaining again. He said that we were left on quite a cliffhanger in Chapter 5, where there was a missing boy poster, which suggested it was Dennis Stratton, and he was on the edge of his seat after this, and he tuned in on the next episode, only to find that we had a backstory, some sort of incident in the wood, and he wasn't happy about it, and he wants to know what happened to Dennis Stratton. Unfortunately, Adrian Smith's not impressed by your feedback, and he's not going to be reading in this episode. I had another message, which started off very nicely. It said, Dear Viscount Wayne, which was a nice touch after my complaints about incidents at school with biscuits and nicknames. Um, So yeah, this was a nice start. I was looking forward to reading the rest of it. But then it turned into abuse, so I'm not going to read it. Basically, it was just someone with controversial views about biscuits and chocolate bars, and as I've said, I've got no time for that on my show. I had a few views about Trevor, uh, who suggested that he might use this as a platform to further his career and fame. Uh, He did mention maybe doing a podcast, and I've had some suggestions from people about what he could call this podcast, or an open mic poetry night if he was to do this. I had someone suggest that it could call his group the Birmingham Underground Revolutionary Poets and those words give the initial burp, which is quite funny, isn't it? The same person also suggested a podcast called Trevor's Unusual Poetry Podcast, exploring radical wordplay and romantic elements. Now at first, I was not very happy with this. It's not very catchy, is it? But, Again, if you put the words together and do the initials, he spells out Tupperware, which is not as funny, but, yeah, maybe quite clever. He also suggested the name The World According to Trevor, which is a good title, isn't it? And that spells out... T- oh. Um, yeah, so there were some suggestions about um, poetry podcasts, but I don't think I'll pass them on to Trevor. I- I'm hoping he stays here in, in my podcast, at least for another series. So um, it's not like football where you sign the player for another season, but uh, I might I don't think there'll be a contract involved, but I might uh, try and make sure he's, he's tied down for uh, the Number of the Beast album, which will be good. So that's good news for people. So Trevor's going nowhere and we'll have more poetry for him for the foreseeable future, um, even if he does his own thing. I'm sure we you know he'll come back. It's not like Bruce Dickinson who who left to pursue a solo career and left the the main act in the Lurch. Yeah, you know, they carried on anyway and they're quite capable without him, I suppose, but uh yeah, I think in in the world of podcasts it's quite different to the the world of a heavy metal band, isn't it? Right, onto the song Innocent Exile. Uh, uh It wasn't one I was keen on as a boy, Um, the intro was that bass isn't it, which uh, probably most people like Um, But as a boy it it didn't quite sound right to me, Um, and maybe I didn't appreciate the difference with the other songs Um, I quite like the higher noises, those guitars, the the solos and This was strange because it was a bass riff I suppose, or a lick or a groove, I don't know the technical term for these things but um, I, I wasn't sure what, what to do when it, when it came on. Um, it sounded like something a bit dirty, that low sound, like something you'd roll around in the mud to. I never tried it. Um, normally I listened in the living room where there was a carpet. The opening couplet has got the lines, My life is so empty, nothing to live for. Now that's quite dark and bleak. And if this was Joy Division, everyone would be raving about it. But it's Iron Maiden, and nobody really talks about it in music academic circles, you know, journalists and people like that. Um, but you, you'll probably remember that this almost carries on the theme in Another Life, which I talked about. And the last line there was, I'm tired of living. I might as well end today. So that last line of Another Life and the first line of Innocent Exile, it's sort of a continuation, isn't there? that sort of split up with Genghis Khan, the instrumental. So this theme means it's almost like a suicidal sandwich around the instrumental Genghis Khan. But it's a sandwich that I'd enjoy eating. If Genghis Khan was a sandwich filling, it would be ham and mustard. And I think that would be quite comforting if you were harbouring dark thoughts. Luckily, the song gets a bit more upbeat, and, and I mean lyrically and in the sort of tempo and the sort of feel of the song. Um, it's more about being on the run than sort of anything dark and suicidal. And I think it's referring to the same incident that we heard about in Sanctuary. You might remember that Paul Diano had gone back through time to the Old West and he was on the run after being framed for the murder of this bar wench that he'd spent the night with. Um, you know, the the lines, they said I'd killed a woman. They know it isn't true. They're just trying to frame me. And I believe these livings, clearly about that incident. Yet, yeah, Steve Harris gets the writing credit. Perhaps Steve Harris was aware of Paul D'Anno's antics about you know time travel, and, and maybe he wrote these lyrics based on what Paul D'Anno had told him in confidence. I get the impression that maybe Steve Harris thought that this was a risk to the band, and when it was announced to the press that he was dismissed due to his unpredictable behaviour, they just assumed it was drugs and alcohol, when really it wasn't. During the Killers tour, Paul Deanna would introduce this song as one of his favourites. I don't think there's a clear reason why he'd think this really compared to all the other songs they had at the time unless he knew those lyrics were about that secret adventure that he'd had. Now I wasn't there to hear him say this and you may be wondering where the evidence is of him saying this at the beginning but it's actually on a Japanese fan club promo version of the Maiden Japan EP and that includes the whole concert not just those four or five songs, depending on what country you got it in. So yeah, it's pretty rare that is, but you can find it on YouTube and I recommend it. It's a very good recording and, uh, you know, important time for the band that you can hear. I would have liked to have spoken to Paul Deano this week to sort of ask him about some of these points, but he didn't appear outside my window. I looked out every morning just in case I didn't want to miss him, but uh, no, no one there. So it's quite disappointing that in the same week that Adrian Smith said he wasn't going to read from his book, uh, then I, I, I haven't heard from Paul diano either. But luckily, I got a message from Dennis Stratton to make things all right again.
1: Hello Wayne, Dennis Stratton here with just an update. Things are starting to look a bit more hopeful with summer settling in. The shops are opening up and I went back on the online dating site to try and reconnect with people. I was enjoying chatting to Brenda before all this started, but it looks like she's deleted her account. Perhaps she listens to your show, Wayne. Could you tell her that I'm still interested and I'll wear the red trousers on our first date like she asked? I like a woman who knows what she wants. I've been reading that Zoom has become more popular during the lockdown. I'm not sure why. I got a box of those ice lollies from Farm Foods just to find out. And they're nothing special. I noticed on the box, they're called Rockets though. Maybe it's a different brand. It was interesting to hear Paul Diano's take on the women in uniform video meeting. Maybe if he hadn't been eating gobstoppers, I'd still be in the band. He does exaggerate a bit though, Wayne. Maybe don't believe all that he says to you. If you're wanting a question for your Ask Paul diano feature, maybe ask him who it was, that ate my two Mars bars after the show at the Drill Hall in Lincoln. Nobody owned up to that, and I felt that I deserved them after a fine gig. It's still quite a mystery to me, and if I can get closure on this, then I can move on. I hope to speak to you again, Wayne, before the end of the Killers album. So uh, enjoy the sunshine. Take care. Dennis.
0: There's a section in the song where we've got this sort of of out-of-control guitar, we saw this sort of thing in Wrath And I quite like this element, the Iron Maiden sound of this era, because you don't really get it on any other albums. Not, not in this sort of style anyway. I feel that everything's a bit more polished on the later albums and, and not as exciting, perhaps, as some of those early songs. I should also point out Clive's drumming which is very impressive and uh, you can sort of hear the tempo. And and a lot of the songs on this Killers album, I think you perhaps notice that more and he sort of holds it together. Some very impressive things that he does. Um, I thought the song title, Innocent Exile, was a bit of a mouthful. Innocent Exile. It doesn't roll nicely off the tongue like other songs. And having an X in it, a bit like having a K in Genghis Khan. I thought it looked a bit awkward written down. I knew what the words meant. Sort of. I knew what innocent meant, because that was important. That was the opposite of guilty. Uh, But I had to look at what exile meant. And it said, it's a prolonged, usually enforced absence from one's home or country. So it means like being away, really. And in the case of the lyrics here, clearly the person who's been framed is innocent. An innocent exile, when I was at school, was a bit like being thrown out of the classroom for being naughty when it was something that I didn't do. Like when Thomas Spencer's pencil case was stolen. I didn't steal it, but when the teacher turned around, it had been passed around the class, so it was in my lap. So I got the blame, and I got sent outside. But I couldn't write a song about it like I made Maiden. I had to just sit there and cry, and wait for the teacher to tell me off, and hope that she wouldn't write home to my mum. So it's quite a literal song title, based on the lyrics. But once again... The actual title isn't sang in the song, like Another Life and Genghis Khan. So that's three in a row. Now it's time for Dave Murray Fact of the Week. Hello. You may know there's these butter mint sweets that came out in 1944 and they're called Murray Mints. Dave Murray has never eaten one. Find out more on next week's Dave Murray Fact of the Week. Right, I'm going to give Trevor a ring now. Let's see if he's had any thoughts about Innocent Exile. And, of course, I hope that he's got a poem for us as well.
2: Hi, Wayne.
0: Oh, hello, Trevor. How are you doing?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm uh, quite happy. I've got a lot done today. Uh, it's been a busy time.
0: Oh, right. So, what what have you been doing?
2: A bit of online shopping.
0: Did he buy anything nice?
2: Just some toothpaste.
0: Oh. Well, um, talking about Innocent Exile... Um, Last song on side A of the Killers album. What's your thoughts on it?
2: Yeah, I like it. Isn't it one of the oldest Iron Maiden songs? I think, uh, I'm sure I heard that once. It's got a nice feel to it, and um, it's got a nice bounce, so you can almost skip to that section that's in the second half. If I ran a line dancing class, I might play this song. Maybe you could do another dance video, like you did with Raff Child, and demonstrate it. Um... Have you still got that cowboy costume in your dressing-up box, Wayne?
0: No, uh, have you got a poem for me this week?
2: Yeah, I have. Um, Obviously the title, Innocent Exile, made me think about things. So here's my poem. I am innocent. You have no proof of me throwing your Star Wars figure on the classroom roof. I am exiled by your silence, which is far more hurtful than any form of violence.
0: Okay, is this referring to my Dengar the Bounty Hunter figure? Yes. Well, you threw him on the roof. No, I didn't. You did? I didn't. You did? Okay. well, I don't want to go over this now. I had actually forgotten about this, but uh, thinking about it, I I bet Dengar uh, the Bounty Hunter is quite
2: rare. Well, I haven't forgotten. It was quite sad. I mean, I remember that you, you wanted to sit on your own in the canteen at lunch. And a few people were concerned. Even Caroline Blissett. Do you remember that I bought you a Bobby Fett to say sorry?
0: It's Boba Fett. Well, anyway, I'm sorry that you still remember it, um, but it was me who lost a Star Wars figure. Anyway, thank you. Uh, yep. Yeah, thank you for the poem, Trevor. Um, I, I know I questioned some of those abstract ones, uh, the early poems that you did, but I think some of the more recent ones have been a bit more personal, and uh, I'm not sure how I feel about them. A few, I've had a few flashbacks to things.
2: Sorry, Wayne, but I feel that poetry can be a, a method of healing, and maybe it's good to talk about these things.
0: All right, well, yeah, maybe. Um, well, anyway, um, next week is Killers, so that's a, a key one. Um, obviously, none of us have got any experience of killing in our lives, I hope. So, um, yeah, we'll see what you come up with then.
2: All right. Oh, um, you know the uh, Ask Paul Diano hashtag?
0: Oh yeah, have you got? have you got a question for him. No. Okay, so what, what's your point?
2: Oh, I just wondered if maybe, you know, for the for the Christmas special, we could have the same thing, but ask Trevor, and people can ask me questions.
0: Okay, first of all, um, I told you not to mention the Christmas special. I don't want to be promoting that at this time. It's you know, we haven't even got summer out of the way yet. You were than those supermarkets that put the sweets in in September. Um. Well, oh, well. Anyway, you've, if we do a Christmas special, then maybe we'll do something like that. Yeah, but I haven't, I haven't planned it. I haven't even planned Killers and and Prodigal Son and all the other songs on this album, this series. Um, so yeah, talking about a Christmas special, uh, it's a bit premature. But uh, I'm hoping that, that, that yeah, maybe people would like that. So anyway, uh, just forget about it for now, and as we'll have a chat off the show, because so I don't, you know, we're wasting time here, um, and then I'll, I'll speak to you in the week.
2: Okay, thanks Wayne, bye.
0: Alright, well as Trevor mentioned, uh, and in fact as Dennis Stratton also mentioned, uh, we've got an Ask Paul hashtag, and uh, hopefully he will turn up, because I know our difficulties on on this show, but uh, by the end of the series, um, I hope to speak to Paul Diano and ask him some of your questions, uh, it could be, as I said, uh, about anything, well, um, yeah i'll probably i might censor some of the questions uh, i think i had about ten off uncle steve anyway um yeah you can get in touch i'm at wayne maiden on twitter i've got i've got a facebook page i'm also on ko fi uh, which is k o ficom dot com forward slash wimp i've had a few uh, tweets from people um i've had a tweet from hall claude now i'm not gonna fall for any nonsense here but uh Hawklord in this tweet, says that he isn't chalkboard and it's someone impersonating him and stealing his joke from the first series. So I don't know how to feel about that because Hawk Lord was messing me about in series one. I, I found him out and I put a stop to it. And then someone called Chalkboard, um, which as you can tell is, is a rhyme of Hawk Lord, not even an assonant one, no subtlety, he, uh, he's been doing the same thing, or she—I I don't know what what gender it is. So yeah, so I, that might be true. Um, Hawklord goes on to say that, by the way, if I'm interested, "Innocent Exile" is his favourite song on the Killer's album. Um, so on, on this occasion, I might accept this, but I don't want any tweets about this, about about a favourite song. I don't want any tweets from Hawklord or Chalkboard. I want this matter finished because um, it's. You know, messing me about I and mean, it's messing the listeners about so I'm, I I probably should have even mentioned it shouldn't give these people the time should we I've had a, a message from Vanessa the hairdresser who says that can you tell Paul Diano that gobstoppers are now called jawbreakers uh, oh yeah he did um, wonder what they were called today didn't he when we were talking last week um, well thanks for the info Vanessa but um, the feature I'm doing is ask Paul Diano, not tell Paul Diano. Uh, I'm sure we could all tell him things about the current time, but um, as i said, the Ask Paul idea is so you can ask him things, perhaps about the killer's era or how he feels about things in the modern age. If it was telling, then I'd probably have a chat about the evolution of the length of short trousers and how it's not appropriate to wear certain lengths of shorts in society today, but I don't feel comfortable with that. OK, well, that's Innocent Exile. Next week I'm looking at Killers The title track of the Killers album of course And uh, the start of Side B Or Side 2 Whatever you want to call it So uh, yeah I look forward to speaking to you next week Uh, So yeah Here's a bit more Innocent Exile Bye bye